right? No one would know what it was. Yeah, exactly. I just kind <laughs> of assumed it was like Country Roads, just acapella. I mean, you would think that's what it was after that's the only thing that they talked about last season was Country Roads. Country uh, Roads. Look, yeah. Look, between Country Roads and Moonshine, that's really all we've got. But I would say Tennessee has the moonshine. Tennessee no, they only went sure. Which, that might be a recruiting tool for Logan. Hey. Iowa corn, Tennessee whiskey. Uh, going from the cornfields of, I- of Iowa to the mountains of Rocky Top. Oh, man. This is going to be a... This going to be a challenge. Luckily, you know... Uh, my assistant coach Potter, he lives like right next to Knoxville, hmm. and he's like a diehard Tennessee fan. Cool. So I've I've got that going for me. Whenever I'm like, "Hey, what do I do?" Whenever we score, what do I say? He can just answer for me. What do, What do I say? <laughs> yeah, like do I just say "Go Vols" or "Let's go Tennessee"? What What do I do here? <laughs> oh, UT. Yeah, yeah. Well, when I hear UT, I think of Tulsa. I think of Texas, just because <laughs> they're so annoying. Yeah, I tried to just tune out Juby. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> uh, so this is going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> I got to retell. Yeah, try not to take shots at people, even though we just did five seconds into the podcast yeah once we once we get rolling <laughs> just kind of kind of i'll turn i'll turn it down hopefully hopefully tink's not listening yet nothing's no, been no. said about lsu don't worry nobody's no. feelings get hurt tonight and it's yeah. let's all play nice yes we are not saying bama is back but oh yeah do we have to do the mandatory bama isn't gonna win a game next season just to keep up with what Horns was talking about. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel as co-host for this podcast that I don't know if Big Mur- if Murph is ready to step into that yet, but I feel like I kind of have to since he's not here the last couple episodes. Yeah, I got to do a Bama rest. Yeah. I mean, they're losing Doug Day. They are. He gives their defense the time to play. <laughs> 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 The interception record, I mean, he is the modern-day Brett Favre. Yeah, I mean, Carr's going to be there if he actually gets a starting job, but... Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I don't know if Carr's Carr's shoulder is going to be wanting all those reps that you get at at, uh, Alabama. Oh, God. If he has to go to Alabama, or if he... Like, if he... Even if Tad took him to Iowa, which Tad does not want him there at all... He, you know how many shots he would get playing Notre Dame, Oregon, Wisconsin, Washington, week in, week out. Ohio State after we just beat them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, playing in the Big Ten is just a different fucking animal. And you, it's it's almost like well, we could get into this like probably in a couple weeks, but the one team that you're not going to be facing on the opponent's schedule because I was going to be left off of someone's schedule. Yeah. Who is, who is it going to be in Notre Dame? Is it going to be, I don't know. 
I think after that close game last season, you have to put them. You have to do a rematch again. If it was a blowout like it was season twelve, then maybe not. But I mean, the only one I could see is leaving them off Washington because I of mean, the blowout. Normally, I mean, the way that I thought it went last season, because um, we didn't face Notre Dame and we finished last in the Big Ten before I took over. I wonder since Michigan, I mean, Michigan and Notre Dame is a rivalry in and of itself, and Michigan finished last in the Big Ten, I believe. Uh, no, they beat us. Oh, so it was Iowa that finished last. Yeah. Yeah. So I, man, that's that's tough. Well, we have a lot of time to talk about that, and that is not. <laughs> We're getting yeah. off the rails already. Not um, this one. <laughs> that's not what this podcast is about right now. Um, so just want to welcome everybody into the Yellow Flagged Podcast, uh, episode three of the newly renamed Yellow Flagged Podcast with uh, Big Murph, my co-host. Denver's full of shit, man. What's up? What's going on? How's How's, how's it going? Uh, you know, it, it's getting late here on the East Coast. I've had my coffee. I'm awake. I'm ready to do this. So let's get rolling. I, you know what? I skipped the nap. I'm hoping the coffee carries me through. You know, I was actually watching the league today and I switched to always sunny in Philadelphia after a couple episodes, I passed out during one of the episodes. So I kind of took a little bit of a nap. Pulled, those, those are the best. Those, those Saturday afternoon naps when you got nothing else going on. You wake up two or three hours later and you're like, what the hell just happened? <laughs> yeah, and I I I did my run this morning. Granted, all right, so here here it is. I was hung over yesterday. I was drinking at home. I had I told Logan this. I had two <laughs> two glasses of Jameson Cold Brew, which the second glass was more like so, it, you know, like the, the bourbon glass, it's like a little small glass. That was like filled to the brim because I wanted to kill the the cold brew. We need we need space in the liquor cabinet. So I killed that. And then I was like, you know what? I still don't feel anything. Time to go back. So she has Jameson, like just regular JMO. I was like, okay, I'll do that. So I had, I don't know, like half the glass of Jameson. And then I think I had a beer after that. I was like, okay, now. No, I had no because we have they they her family does a thing where they do an adult Easter hunt. So you know, like they'll do it at someone's house and they'll hide like beer and the mini shooters of alcohol throughout the backyard, and you could go like all the adults go and because the kids are count, kids count down and then you you run and you try to find the most alcohol. So it's like an adult Easter egg hunt. We had so many so many like half ounces or like shoot shots of different alcohol. So I had a rum chata, some bourbon one that had like four straight bourbons poured into one and something Ugh. else. Yeah, it was <laughs> I killed them though. I mean, I'm a bourbon dude. That just don't sound good. Like <laughs> I, like you ever, every big bourbon guy has their never ending bottle where you take like maybe like half a shot of a one you really like and you pour it in there and you try to mixology your own little special blend. But, ugh. 
it gets rough sometimes. So that voice, ladies and gentlemen, is the new AD for Tennessee, Logan. And the fight song's going on in the background. Nobody can hear it, but you guys will when, uh, when this podcast airs. So good old Rocky Top playing in the background. And Logan actually said, I don't know what the fight song is. So don't throw me under the bus like that. Come on, man. That well, was in confidence. Hold on. Let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair. I don't think Rocky Top is actually the fight song. Like, like Country I, Roads isn't the fight song for West Virginia. So, so let's be fair here. I did there look it up. Is the no, it is fight the fight song. song. No, is it the really? actual it fight is. song for Tennessee is, is Down the Road? No way. Yeah. Yeah. Down the Field is the actual Tennessee fight song. They just play Rocky Top for. Because Rocky Top is actually the state song it's of got, Tennessee. It's got Rocky Top and Down the Field. Down the Field's the fight song, but Rocky Top's the state song of Tennessee. I am learning. And I am trying, guys. <laughs> See, I, I got your back, Logan. I, I had Thank you on you. that one. Wow, yeah. look at look at this. You know, like this is what this is only you only get this on the Yellow Flag podcast. There is another voice here. Um, a lot of people probably don't even know who he is. Uh, he does have a voice. Um, he's new to the podcast world, quote unquote, and uh, the new AD for. The good old Miami Hurricanes, JT. What's going on, man? Not too much. I, I've been I've been a little quiet in the in the league chat. It's been a little overwhelming at times, but I'm trying to get myself out there more. Hopefully, people start to figure out who I am. Hopefully. Um, do you know the Miami Hurricanes fight song? Hmm. I'm gonna uh, nope. Something man, by Pitbull. <laughs> <laughs> something that was something that was gifted to a to a football player back in 1980. Actually, I don't I don't know it either. You, we are just granting different people <laughs> ads of different schools, and I love it. Mm-hmm. They're just throwing us all into the mix. They're like, "Hey, yeah, you, get you get a school. You get a school. You get a school." Mike is the Oprah of CFSL. <laughs> What is it? What I want to know, like, what it's actually called. The Miami Hurricane fight song. That's Dude, probably. But... I think that's all I'm finding right now. Like, God forbid they actually have a name for it. Like down the field. At least Tennessee, they can say, "Oh, we're playing down the field." Miami is. Oh, wow. Like, we're just gonna play the fight song. It's it's just the fight song. Miami, you how do you do? That's it. <laughs> that that they have two listed on Wikipedia. Hail to the spirit of Miami U, and then Miami U, how do you do? How do you do? We are, this is what you get here. Uh, you get the new ADs, and you get a learning experience, so you're pretty much learning something. We're the educational. ADs are learning, too. <laughs> Wikipedia is amazing. Well, the, the good thing is, I'm not getting you guys in trouble, because it's not like they're going to take your school away. You never know. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, all of a sudden, I... just take away <laughs> Miami. Yeah. And Tennessee. It's like okay, you're just gonna go back to Iowa. Like okay, <laughs> I'm just standing in the middle of a cornfield, straight off the bus, like looking around. At least you're in the mountains. At least you're in the mountains now, so you have something actual, actually pretty to look at. Bears. 
if you like mountains. Oh God, bears! Oh no. <laughs> I'm small. They're gonna like confuse me for a salmon or something and try to eat me. <laughs> That's pretty small. Yeah. Oh no! You seen some of them king salmon up there in Alaska, boy? They get big. You're in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> rivers. You, could, you could go salmon fishing in Tennessee. It gets cold. Yeah, rivers, <laughs> mountains, forest, Tennessee. As long Alaska, as it snows there, Russia. If, I think if it was if it snows where you are, it gets kind of cold. Oh, I guarantee you, Knoxville's colder than Oklahoma. Miami's pretty warm. I don't though. know. You guys get a lot of ice, <laughs> and people don't know how to drive in the South with ice. No, not at all. Mm-mm. No. You see more wrecked four-wheel drives than you do two-wheel drives. <laughs> That's fair. You see that in the Midwest, though, too. Yeah. Yeah, it, that center, that just center line all along the U.S. is just a solid sheet of ice. It yep. is. So, appreciate all the new ADs coming on. I mean, obviously, Doma, he had some other things come up. He's truck driver so he's on the road a lot so weekend home with the kids and the wife i get it we all get it we can we get a test to that family first all that good stuff um so murph actually i'll, I'll give it to you who do you want to start with well let's start with jt i mean he's he's the new guy we'll go ahead and throw him into the fire uh and we'll start throwing some questions at him all right bring it uh, on all right so JT, um, coming over from Oregon. Uh, I don't know why I thought LSU, but I think everybody with like two, like couple letters beginning in their Discord name thinks that I, my mind thinks that they come from LSU. I don't know. Uh, that makes sense, <laughs> right? Um, so, what got you into becoming a coach in the CFO? Yeah, so I have always liked football. Football's always been one of my favorite sports. It is my favorite sport. Um, but I just kind of found the CFSL and just thought I'd dig myself in as much as I can. My first season uh, with Frosty at the helm. Um, using Frosty settings. Using Frosty settings. Well, it was Frosty, so he would have been using Frosty settings. Um, no, just... You know, seeing everything that was going on, I wanted to be a part of it. I knew that this was a league or a community that I wanted to be a part of uh, for a while. Um, so just kind of joined in and dug in, bought the game, and spent way too much money on it. I uh, got a PlayStation 3 and helped Sim or do whatever I needed to and just fell in love with it. And then year after that, I was assistant head coach under Justin or Venom. And it was a, it was a lot of fun. We uh, had some... <laughs> easier easier times in the than last season but it was a definitely a learning experience i learned a lot and i appreciate those guys for what they taught me so why why miami i mean i know we all have have reasons or most of us have reasons to be uh, at the schools we're at why why for you is it miami yeah, so my grandparents used to live in the Tampa-St. Pete area. Uh, so when I was younger, we would go down there all the time. And I just saw a game on TV in 2002, 2003, and just decided that Miami was going to be my team. And the opportunity arose, and I threw my name in the hat and lucked out. Nice. Um, so when you when you got in, uh, or actually, what was the f- 
first thing that was going through your mind, you know, like, so yeah, you applied. Um, maybe you didn't think that it was going to happen this season. Maybe a couple seasons, you know, still left to go. Maybe who knows? That's how I felt, but I was thrown into a, a spot back in season seven. Um, so I've been learning on the fly, but when you, when, what was your reaction when you got the notification that you were the AD for Miami? Uh, I was extremely excited. You know, I, I threw my name in the hat last season to be a um, an AD, and just didn't uh, didn't pro- I probably didn't have enough um, experience coaching or simming or building rosters and stuff like that. So the extra season under my belt really helped. But just kind of yeah, I was I was real excited and ready to get to work. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean. I mean, it's kind of in the same situation, but it's, it's there's no question you've got some work to do. Uh, there's plenty of talent on that Miami roster, and I know with graduation and some transfers and whatnot, you got some holes to fill. But uh, obviously, I don't want you to give away anything. But what are you looking to do as you try and follow up a a pretty disappointing season there? Yeah, just trying to bring in the right pieces and and build the team the way I'd like to see it. Uh, trying to create a a locker room that is uh, active, you know, not only with each other, but also in league chat and stuff like that around the league, just trying to build a, a community inside another community. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Um, and at more active people, the better. Uh, so what, what are, I mean, outside of like winning, of course, and, activity what is something that you really want emphasized uh, at your as your time as ad for miami yeah so my like i said my goal is to make sure that my my team is as active as it wants to be i want my players to to be active and talk to each other not just you know the day has it going morning but you know actually having conversations about life or whatever else it's just a goal that i'd want to build what uh what about goals that you have it's going to be hard i mean everybody's like yeah i want to go into the playoffs but realistically outside of like the yeah we're like win games and all that like what do you want to see from the growth of your of your locker room you know the winning games is fun but i just want to see you know the team come together i want to make sure that people are excited to be here um Miami's a great place to be, and I want to make sure that, you know, yeah, I hope we win games, but I'd be happy just doing better than, better than whatever it was, whatever happened last season. You know, one and seven wasn't an ideal situation to come into, but I think moving forward, if we can even win two, three games, I'd be super happy with it. Nothing wrong with that. Uh, that's that's a good, that's a good goal to have in the first season. Um, it's. It's going to be tough. I mean, the CFL is a tough cookie. Uh, what What about uh, it? Yeah, I mean, it's the ultimate uh, litmus test, and that's how you earn your stripes only by doing it. Um, what about all right? So let's let's get away from from uh, the AD. Um, let's. What about uh, real life? Like, what uh, what do you want people to uh, like? What's something that um, like a weird, like, not a weird thing, but a like what's um. <laughs> Like, tell us a fact about about yourself in the real world. Yeah, so I am from Indiana. 
I am a finance manager at a Honda dealership. Um, been in the car business for four years and I love it. If anybody's looking for something to do, car business is a great place to be. And check it out. Man, Murph, you gonna jump in wow. here or what? Uh, well, now, now I'm thinking about uh, making a career careers. change. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm over here in the, in the packing industry. I'm like, man, maybe I should get into cars. Hey, I mean, Juby, Juby does Juby does stuff with Volkswagen. I think Allie does something. Uh, Mike's wife does something with. Uh, I don't know what dealership it is, but we have a lot of car. Grin. Grin works for Cadillac or. Bugatti or whatever he's driving now. I think it's Audi. Yeah, Audi, whatever. He drives. He wasn't with Cadillac for a little bit. Yeah, but it's it's a good 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 gig to get into. That was a tongue twister. So, Colts fan. Oh no, Steeler fan. Oh. Oh God. Yep. <laughs> my parents. My parents are from Pittsburgh. Uh, moved here before I was born, and I kind of got shoved into the the midwest but yeah definitely a steeler fan pittsburgh all the way uh pirates penguins and steelers oh god so you actually think wow. Sidney crosby's like the goat <laughs> one of them yes oh my god <laughs> one one of them <laughs> one of them We're right behind right behind mario lemieux right yeah <laughs> i i gretzky is number one lemieux would be number two crosby's no not no no, no. Quite come as on no, no, no. What no, do you no, mean? No. Come you, on. You got Crosby number three? No, I did not say Crosby's number three. I said he was up there. I didn't say he was right there. He is up there, though. <laughs> Logan's he is a just, great player. Logan, meanwhile, is just fiddling with his thumbs, just like, God, thank God they're not roasting me right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting here with a pair of keys, just like flicking the little ring back and forth. <laughs> He's got the fidget spinner going, just flicking it back and forth. Like, oh, you're next, buddy. This is nice. <laughs> Love it. Well, we'll uh, we'll we'll bring JT back in here in a little bit. So pre- appreciate that, even though he thinks Sidney Crosby's the goat for whatever <laughs> reason. <laughs> well, we'll get into that later. Uh, now he's been on the podcast the last couple times. Uh, Logan, everybody knows who he is in Discord. Hopefully, uh, well, if they don't, then they're just sitting in their locker room. Yeah. Uh, so Logan, the new AD for Tennessee, what's going on? It's been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah, it's been, I think a single podcast. I haven't been on since season ended. Uh, it's been going good. Just kind of trying to get everything sorted and trying to get all my information out there for my assistant. So, you know, whenever we get to the recruiting next season, next or next week, actually, he's got all the information right in front of him trying to make both of our lives a little bit easier during that hectic time. So what, uh, we'll start with the real life first. What, what is, uh, what's something that nobody really knows about you, even though I think you, you post a lot. So people probably know everything except your social security number. (laughs) Yeah. We'll, we'll keep that one kind of under wraps right for right now. Yeah. You kind of need to, um, trying to think, uh, well, we've already talked about all my sports and everything. Everybody kind of knows that sort of background and everything. Uh, fun fact, I broke my femur in three places when I was two and a half, so that's why I'm so short. 
everybody else in my family is like six foot five and above. And I'm up for here at five ten looking up like, hey guys, I'm here. God, I wish I was like five ten. It's a story you need to go into a little bit more. <laughs> I, I, oh, look at oh, he's he's yeah, he he's like Logan's like, man, I was quiet. I could have jumped in and all of a sudden JT's like, I'm taking this opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I jumped up on top of a cabinet probably 12 foot tall and climbed up it then went to jump off and pulled it down top of me and land on my left leg and just shattered it in three places broke uh the two uh uh, growth plates that are in it so that was fun got carried around in a body cast for six months had a little bar between my legs my dad would swing me upside down (laughs) i was a hit at the malls (laughs) 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 that's that's it's funny now it wasn't bad then oh he said he laughed about it all the time he'd just be (laughs) yeah oh what happened oh logan jumped off and broke his foot in three places (laughs) (laughs) yeah well i mean that's how i was as a kid like we took probably when i was four or five we took a family vacation uh, while my dad was working to like Huntsville or something and we had to go through Louisiana and we stopped at one of those see a gator feed a gator places and uh, the old man that ran it with his grandson they used to, they did this trick where he'd hold his grandson over the edge of the dock by the ankles and the gator would jump up and he'd drop the chicken leg into the gator's mouth as it jumped out so me and my dad not having to be out outdone he hanged me hanged me over there but just high enough that the gator could grab the chicken thigh out of my hand but not actually bite my hand or at least we hoped and yeah my parents almost got divorced at that point man all right so side note logan only has one hand (laughs) no 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 i'm not a reverse pack i i've got both hands All right, so, man, Murph, you're just going to have me do all the talking today, I see. Um, Well, I'm trying to figure out how to follow. My leg got shattered in three places. My dad basically panhandled in the mall by doing tricks with the, (laughs) like, because now I'm picturing dad's dad, Logan's dad with, you know, his hat on the ground, just throwing Logan in the air by this bar that's between his legs, doing tricks, letting people walk through and throw money in the hat. (laughs) We would have been an amazing circus act. When I was a kid. Yeah, if this was like the 1800s, he would come around in a cart and be like, oh, come see my child in a body cast. <laughs> yeah. And let me let me sell you some... They'll be like a gypsy, and it's like, let me sell you some essence or something. Elixir. Yeah. <laughs> Elixir, there you go. I need to find a picture of me in the body cast and make t-shirts with that and sell them to the league. Just make that your profile pic. Yeah, you can just post it in LC. Yeah. Oh, if I find it, I am definitely doing that. That's a good idea. Do you think there's an actual picture, though, of you in a body cast out there somewhere? There has to be. I've got so many photo books in my house that there has to be one. It may be a Polaroid, but there has yeah. to be one. Oh, like, nothing if you're wrong in a body cast, Dude, if you're in a body cast for six months and someone didn't take a picture, there's something wrong. Yeah. What was crazy is they said I was going to be in a wheelchair for like three and end up being like two weeks. So you're like a medical marvel. No, I just Superhuman. couldn't. I was so small, I couldn't reach anything. So it, 
my dad just got tired, I guess, of pushing me in the wheelchair. Jeez. <laughs> Get up, kid. It's fine. Yeah, put some, rub some off. dirt on it. <laughs> yeah. Let's go hang out with the gators. <laughs> Throwing chicken legs. Hey, hey I, I'm all about conservation and feeding the wildlife. Except you almost became dinner. Eh, sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. It's oh, still I, technically feeding the wildlife. It is. Still, <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. They got to eat, too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's wow. good. A lot, a lot of people, a lot of people are going to enjoy that, that, that little last five minutes. That's going to be awesome. Uh, what? If, uh, I guess we should jump into CFL. Why not? It's a CFL podcast. Even though sometimes I is, is it? I, I, sometimes point? I wonder. Yeah, I. Yeah. I mean, we're not affiliated, so. Whenever I jump on, the trains seem to go off the track a little bit easier. Well, it's because no one was expecting. Oh yeah, I was in a body cast for when I was a kid, and my dad was using me as circus acts at a mall. Well, Jeff, you did say throw out something that no one knows exactly. about yet, and that's we went to the depths and we, we found something. Well, because he because he shares everything in leak chat, so he had to go into the the bowels of the Logan mind. Yeah, we had to break out the old VHS tapes for that. Now that, there's there's a thing: is there a VHS there, there... tape of you in a body cast? No. So we were never big on like family home videos. Like that was one thing we never did. I don't think there's a single home video wow. from when I was a kid. It was very rarely even pictures. JT, so, JT, I mean, what about what about I mean, do you have anything that can live up to this? No. <laughs> no, um, or you're just you said no, no really I, quickly. Like go, like, I, get off of me. No, I have never done anything remotely close to breaking my leg in three places so that's well it's in all honesty i'm sure he didn't think it i'm sure he was like oh yeah i'm gonna jump off i'm gonna be fine not i'm gonna jump off and i'm gonna break every bone in my leg (laughs) right but i got i have nothing that compares to that like no i i I got nothing (laughs) what were you gonna say uh yeah there you go I, I, I gotta say, there are probably kids in this league that don't even know what the hell a VHS tape is. That's um, what's gonna should, perplex them about it. I was just, should somebody explain this? All right, kids, this was a thing well before the DVD, before those CDs that you put in your, your system now. Like, there was actual film in cameras. Yep. Like, this, there are kids that are gonna be like, you know what like, VHS Googling. stands for? Oh, I used to, and now I don't. Video home system. That's what I thought. I wasn't sure. Yeah, yes I, I Googled it just because I was like, I don't think I knew what it was. There, I mean, there <laughs> are going to be kids that are like Googling this right now. Like, what the hell is a VHS tape? Well, what are these it, old people talking according about? According to Wikipedia, <laughs> it was released September 9th, 1976. So 45 years ago. Thanks, Wikipedia. Uh, the yep. usage... Here you go, kids. Uh, home video and home movies. It was replaced by a DVD. Hopefully, you would know what a DVD is because if you have a Blu-ray system, that's a DVD. It's all internet now. Come on, Jeff. Everything is Netflix and Hulu and streaming services. Well, I there still, are probably kids in this league that don't even know what DVDs are. I have a box of VHS. That might be too far. I have a box of VHS tapes, actually. Oh, I've still got all the Black Diamond Disney movies. Heck yeah. 
I I have some Disney movies. I got the the Bulls like championship video. A couple other like sports things as well. I don't think I have any sports on VHS. I do have the Rugrats movie that was orange. Ooh. Yeah, yep, I remember that. Yeah. Here's a here's something that'll really flip those kids out. You had to rewind them to rewatch them. Oh, it was so cool <laughs> when they came out with the automatic rewinder. The oh man, that was the best. But you had we to like you had to like enough. hold you had to hold it down though. You couldn't yeah. leave. It wasn't it was automatic when you put your hand over it, but as soon as you let your hand go, the thing would pop up. If you were really like if you didn't want to buy that, you got really good and you got a uh and you just hit rewind. Lug nut. The... <laughs> no, you got the uh, lug nut sockets, and you just put the reverse end into it, and then took like a stick and put it through the other end, and just spun it real fast between your legs. That sounds like cheating. That's how you had to do it when you're resourceful. I mean, I lived through a gator attack, basically. So. <laughs> and you lived through breaking three bones in your leg. Do you still have the scars? <laughs> no, no, they oh, okay. that. I mean that it's been 26 years so yeah but yeah, no. I mean if I do have, I'd, I I still have scars see. from when I was a kid Yeah no I have the scars on my right leg from where I yanked a barbed wire fence off into it when I slid my dirt bike into it Same leg No right leg Oh Wouldn't that be something might as well just no. just might as well amputate the left leg I am very consistent. I make sure both sides of my body are equally injured. <laughs> Does your wife know about this accident? Yeah, that was like the first thing my mom ever told her. <laughs> and probably pulled out the Polaroid of you in the body cast. Oh, so yes. Full circle to that. I don't know if my mom has one. I think they're all, I think all of the stuff is over here. Yeah, yeah. As soon as you get a house, your parents always like get everything out of my house. Well, she gave it all to my grandmother, and I live my grandmother's house when she was alive. So, so when we say body cast, is it like foot to neck? Like how how underneath the armpit? Wow, uh, underneath the armpit, and then they (laughs) they separated your legs at a certain angle, and then they molded a bar in between (laughs) to hold your legs at that exact angle. (laughs) So you waddled. (laughs) <laughs> I, didn't, I couldn't even waddle he couldn't he was he, he, <laughs> so how'd you get around after the when you couldn't have the wheelchair I just walked <laughs> I, I am picturing Ralphie's brother in a Christmas story when he's in like the uh, the snowsuit I'm sure <laughs> it move wasn't, at all. I'm sure it wasn't very good but I mean a year after <laughs> From a year of the injury to a, exactly a year after, I was already playing soccer and baseball. Mm. You are superhuman. Yeah. No, I'm just really so dumb about it. my recovery times. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean by dumb? Like you try to I don't rush listen. back? Yeah, I do not listen to medical professionals. They're, if anybody's a medical professional in the league, I'm sorry for this statement, but I know my body better. Y'all are all Wahoos. Houston is a <laughs> athletic trainer. Yeah, they yeah athletic trainers too. I don't listen when to them I, very well. Yeah, when I tore my ACL for a second time on the same knee uh, in August, um, I was telling him what was going on, and he's like, "Oh, you shouldn't be doing that." I'm like, "I don't care." 
Yeah, I don't. I don't <laughs> listen at all. I got to. My brother-in-law is an athletic trainer. He actually worked at Tennessee. Oh, really? Hey, full circle yeah. to this podcast. He, he, he worked at Tennessee, and it was yeah. I, he was home one day for Christmas, and he had to go to a bowl game. We were wrestling, and uh, I broke his hand right before he had to go to <laughs> Tennessee. Oh. <laughs> oh no! At least it wasn't that a full. Friend. At least it wasn't a full body cast. No, I bet Tennessee a... lost that bowl game too, and it's all because of you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. That was probably seven, eight, maybe nine years ago. Yeah, he couldn't tape the guy's ankle right, and it just yeah. rolled over. No, exactly. Yeah, no. <laughs> you blew their chance at a at him getting a ring. It's all right. <laughs> well, it depends on what bowl. If it's like a orange bowl, you just get a bowl of oranges, right? Yeah, but so I'm sure you yeah. still get like a ring or something. I no, know, they both. Giving out rings for Both teams now. get stuff. Yeah, I don't know. I never made it to a bowl game, unfortunately. I never made it to a sport in college. I never made it to class. <laughs> I didn't do that either. I'm just waiting for somebody to come out and be like, I didn't make it to college. As we just keep going down the line. No, I made it for a season. I mean, I went to WVU. I don't know if that actually counts, but... It's still accredited university. It... Oh, yeah. I had to actually like sound that out phonetically in my head because <laughs> when you said WU, I was like, "What college in Washington has a V in it?" <laughs> wow, that's that's the concussion stuff. <laughs> Hopefully, no, that we, it's not the CTE kicking in yet. Hopefully not. Otherwise, <laughs> I'm gonna be that crazy old man in league chat in about two years. Oh, brother. <laughs> Holding Antonio Brown in the middle of <laughs> playoff game. Just going to leave. No, not not even. It'd be like week six, and you'll be like, I, all right, I'm out. He's just not going to turn in his settings one yep, time. He's going to be like, all right, I'm going to head out. That's it. <laughs> just going to just take off his shirt and walk out. Yep. See you guys. <laughs> like a week later, Mike's going to be like, where is he at? <laughs> you're just gonna block everybody on on in the ad boardroom so everything will just show up as block message block message block message block message it just looks like i'm talking to myself for you it will be for us it'll be like oh like, yeah what's he doing why is he having talks with himself oh nope that's the ct again <laughs> well, logan off his rails <laughs> All right, call and pack. Roll him to the nursing home again. <laughs> so, uh, so Tennessee wasn't, yeah, probably wasn't your first or second choice. Um, so w- when you when you got the when you got the notification that you were going to be the AD for yeah. Tennessee, what was the first thing that went through your mind? Um, wow, this is going to be fun. Uh realistically that was my first thought was okay this is gonna be a lot of fun it's gonna be challenging but i think we can do this i knew coming in with an eight oh and eight record probably wasn't gonna see a lot of people staying it can only go up from here yeah that that was my thought like it was oh and eight looked at this got on a call with my assistant coach talked Sat there, talked with him, went through last year's schedule, talked about all the scores, and I was like, okay, all right. 
And I just started going through, and I was like, okay, we could have won that game. 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 And he's like, yeah. He's like, it's just a few things that we're turning it from a 0-8 to a 4-4. Four and four. So I feel like a lot of the times in the league with the teams that are 2-6, and 1-7, and seven, even going up to 3-5, and five, it's a couple games. It's just one little thing can change that whole game around. And I started watching back some film and stuff, and I started noticing things that I didn't like that I would have done differently. And I was like, okay, this isn't a 0 and 8 team. This is a 3 and 5, 4 and 4 team. So let's elevate it, take it to the next level, and shoot for that 4 and 4. Realistically, I'd like to do with, I think with what we got, we can do that very easily. I'd like to shoot for an SEC contender, but I think first off we're going to go for that four and four and just try to right the wrongs. Well, as long as you're, as long as you have a competitive team, because Tennessee was competitive in a couple games. Oh yeah, definitely. But it wasn't consistently competitive. No, you. I I felt like you saw a different team week in and week out, and. Uh, yeah, if things aren't working, you got to make some changes, but I'm not a big fan on drastic changes week in and week out. And I saw a lot of that. I mean, when you're losing games, 31, 28, uh, 34, 31, 45, 42, or 44, 52, 44, 31, even to Alabama who went undefeated in the regular season. Uh, you got to nail down some consistency first, and then you can fine-tune after that. But sporadic game planning never favors you. It's always going to be you got to figure out what your team's good at and play in your strong suits. You can't – once recruiting's over, you're done. You can't go out there and redo it completely. It's not like you're playing – NCA 14 yourself. You can't just reboot a save file and be like, okay, that's where I went wrong. You're going to build your bit, pit. You're going to sit in it and you're going to try to shovel your way out. And the only way you can do that is starting consistently and working from there and fine tuning everything. So is that where you see your biggest challenge this season then is just finding that consistency and getting this team and maybe the locker room, and I don't know, obviously, the, the locker room uh, morale or anything, but is, is it finding that locker room and getting them to believe that they're a 4-4 four and four team? Is that your biggest challenge then going into the season? I think my biggest challenge is going to be uh, building up an active group of guys that are all there for each other. I don't know how the locker room was last season. I don't know how the how the feel of it was. Uh I've talked to the assistant coach. He's given me some good insight on it, but you never really know unless you're there. Uh, that's probably going to be the biggest challenge. I th- The consistency will come with time. It always does. But uh, like I've been telling the guys, hey, I'm going to go through. We're going to have active guys come in. I'm going to bring in some guys. I'm going to try to bring in some big names that are going to help us out with our presence. And I'm going to figure out a game plan. And we're going to rock with that game plan throughout the season. And I'll make 
the changes that I need to make, but I'm not going to jump out there and halfway through the season say, hey, guys, we're scrapping all of this. Let's start up new. They need some stability, and I think they all have, the few guys I've talked to have reached out to me and said that, and I'm there to provide that for them. What is the one thing that you, like almost uh, like the same question that we asked JT, like, um, of course, winning and all that, but what is something that you want to, that you want to go back to next season when season 15 comes around and be like, you know what? That was the stamp I had in season 14. What is that one thing that you want to be like, that was the biggest change for us? I think my my number one priority with that, get some big names in the league come in that are very active, that everybody knows, hey, those are the Tennessee guys. Uh, obviously, I don't want them acting a fool or anything, but I definitely want some guys to come into the come into the team that are going to be in league chat and be active, and I'd like to have a fan of the year nominee on my team next season, and... I think that's the start of the goal is to get those big name, big attitude guys in there. Yeah, I mean, say what you want about certain people and we won't name drop or anything, but you always know the teams that are always there. LSU was always there. You always saw Alabama there. So that seems to be one of those things that, and obviously that doesn't always relate or translate to wins, but yeah. you get those kind of guys in your locker room and they can kind of turn your locker room around. And then maybe that helps some guys hit the gym as we, as we say, you know, and, and make that team just that much better. Right. And it, I think it helps even you got to deal with this recruiting, but you bring in some big name guys that are very active. That helps out a ton in recruiting. Cause you can say, you can go in and say, Hey, this is, if you guys think this is what, it's like with talking to these guys in league chat, you should see how active they are in our locker room and how friendly they are and how much they want to be there and talk to you. And that can change the game completely in recruiting. What, um, what is the one thing that's going to be the biggest hurdle for you to overcome this season? Upcoming season? Uh, defensive rebuild. I mean, we tried at Iowa, and, you know, Tennessee is a hallmark program in real the real world, but in the CSSL, it's akin to kind of that Iowa. It's a smaller market of fans. So getting over that hurdle of being a smaller market to be able to go out and get those big-time corners, big-time safeties, and build up a secondary to deal with the passing league, that's probably going to be the hardest thing, really. I feel your pain there for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know what pain you're talking about. Oh, wow. 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 All right. Yeah. I'm, he gets I, brave thing and acts like a new man. Well, he, he you know, he wins, wins the pit yeah. and he's like, Cody you know, Davis. He... <laughs> golly, Jeff just out here strutting on us. All right. I mean, no, I saw, the, yeah, he's, he's the I ninth my, best team in the league. I saw my opportunity and I took it. 
Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say they're the ninth best team. I think there's some playoff teams that he could be given the right time. Yeah. It stunk, but that's why uh, everybody's now zero and zero. Yeah, so. it's a whole new season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I enjoy going back and looking at the standings now. I mean, I'm still at the bottom, but it's only because it's alphabetically now. So. I think I am too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Nope, I got Kentucky underneath me. <laughs> Suck at fourteen. Oh, then it's so then it's not alphabetically. I just assumed it was. Well, because they're no, it's still doing it by record. No, it's because no, it's alphabetical. Oh, it's just because it? they're UK. Oh, it is okay. Yeah, all right, all right. I haven't I haven't looked in a week, so I mean, they must have. They've it. they've yeah they've they've scrubbed all the records and stuff, so now it's just an alphabetical list. But it's it still, when I look at it, it looks a lot better knowing that my record is the same as everybody else's now. Yeah. <laughs> it Absolutely. hurts a lot less. So we can... And it's... Oh, go ahead. Finish. It's nice that they added it, and now all of our AD names are on the team, even though there's no players on there. Oh, it's just perfect. So we can actually open this up. Um, Jay... JT, what about what about you? What is what's going to be your biggest hurdle for you to overcome this off season? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Logan. You know, it's just the defensive rebuild. Uh, we lost a lot of pieces on the defense when I came in, and trying to bring in the pieces back to help make us a competitive team again. What is what what do you see in in five years for your program, five seasons. Well, when I say five years, because that's that's a long time away. Uh, but <laughs> let's say two seasons. Where do you see Tennessee and Miami, respectively? I mean, two seasons. I'd like to see us at the top half of the table for the SEC. It's going to be a tough fight with FSU just having that consistency in the coaching staff. Uh, JTG's going to try to bring consistency into Miami. I feel like Alabama's in two seasons probably isn't going to have that much of a turnover in their coaching staff. You always got to worry about Auburn up there too. So if we can compete with those four giants and stay on the top half of the table, that's my goal for two seasons. Yeah, I think all you can do is try to be better than the, than you were the season before, whether it's one win or two or even getting the top half of the conference. What is one team you guys want to see on your schedule next season? Oh. I mean, I'm going to have to go out of conference here and I got to give I got to give the people what they want as much as it's going to pay me. I want that week one Iowa. I want to go back. I want to have that that game and just watch that because it's going to be a good game. I want Michigan. Uh, Michigan for sure. You know, I came into the league with Venom and I was under him for two seasons learning from him. So it'd be fun to see what we can do against each other. What is right, you, oh. Jeff? Hold on, you you you're not getting out of this. Go. Ahead. I want to hear one one team you want to see on your schedule next year. <laughs> Notre Dame. 
Notre Dame going going back and facing my old uh stopping grounds from season seven to nine. That's uh that's who I want. All right, Murph. Now you you're not getting out of the season. <laughs> no, I look, I mean I mean, I, I'm more than likely I'll get Oklahoma State again, but I, I feel like I, I owe Houston one after the way that one went down last year. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing, uh, honestly, Kentucky or Tennessee on my schedule, and mostly because in terms of geographical rivals, that's really it for West Virginia inside the league. So I think those could be some some fun kind of rivalry starting as a, a non-conference thing for, for West Virginia. Yeah, I think that would probably be a solid week two for us is. Or, I mean, I, I just feel like week one, it has to be me and Iowa. But week two, Tennessee versus West Virginia, that sounds like a really good matchup. <laughs> I would, I would certainly – I mean, I would certainly be down for that. I mean – the last year watching some things back, I thought, you know, I, I thought maybe we could get Tennessee if we caught them on one of those those off weeks in, in Miami uh, just because they struggled last year, just like us. But then, you know, we got we got Nebraska at the end of the year, and I thought I should have won that one too, and that one didn't quite work out my way. So we'll see. But I think I'll have a better team this year, so getting a chance to play Tennessee in week two, I think I'd be all right with that. Yeah. Every team is tough in this league. Oh, oh there's for sure. Yeah. There's no give me games. Mm-mm. Yeah, I was kind of hoping there'd be some in the Big Ten, but I didn't get any. <laughs> it was like, oh, Iowa. Damn. Okay. <laughs> you thought you had us. <laughs> I. I mean, that was during the week where that was like during the middle part of the season where. I got out of my my thought process, um, and I was fooled by running a lot of sims. And that's the thing. I mean, Wookie was talking about it when he was on uh, after the championship. Is you can get really confused after running twenty or so sims. So. Like it's it's not ideal. You want to test against some some defenses, do it. But you know, if you see something that you like, you just you just gotta go with it. And that's what I did after twenty something Sims, and I was like, you know what, this is the best that I saw. And you know, every team comes out, they will give you your best. I mean, I know I'm probably not up there in terms of like Horns or Houston or anything like that, but people want to beat me as well, so. I know I'm going to get everybody's best, and, man, there were a couple games where we would be in the playoffs if not for one of them. And the Iowa game was you guys just kicked us in the second half. I mean, we we ended up throwing screen after screen after screen in that game. So yeah, that was was like after that game, I was like, okay, we just got to find something that we are not throwing screens on every third down. And we – we went on a six-game winning streak. I mean, you shut me and constant down for so. a little bit. It's still hard to shut down receivers. They will, they will get theirs, as we saw yeah. with Mills, where 
we shut him down for a little bit, but then he almost brought OU back. Yeah, well, Mills is he uh, he's got that right build where it just works. You can shut him down for only so long, but at some point in time, he's gonna be fresher than your cornerback that's covering him, and then you're burnt. Yeah, that's the thing. A lot of people are gonna get. I mean, I'm I'm sure JT. I'm sure Logan as well. I mean, fatigue is a thing. So mm-hmm. finding yeah. that right balance where you don't have the subs come in at the wrong time. Exactly. Absolutely. And I mean, that goes back to how well you did in recruiting. Can you add that depth mm-hmm. to where? You- you don't have to worry about it and you can constantly keep fresh legs. And and that's, that's why this 10 scholarship is a big thing. Yeah. There's no cap anymore. So go out. It's a lot and, of strategy. Yeah. If you want to, if you want to go out and grab elites, go for it. But yeah. It all it's comes gonna be out hard. the way you got. Yeah. The problem is, is, you know, you can give up, Let's give up a couple linebackers and run, you know, the guys that we got that may not be the best and go grab extra corners and safeties. Well, one, if you got four elite corners, somebody's not going to be on the field at all times. They're going to be mad and transfer at the end of the season. Yeah. But also then, you know, you've got the whole middle is weak and your lineman can only do so much for you. Yep. Then you're either going to get run on or you're going to get slant route to death. Not everybody has a Nate Murphy as a defensive lineman. Yeah. And hey, hold up, hold up. Nobody has a Nate Murphy as a defensive lineman. That is true. There is no Nate Murphy. There is no lineman. Nate Murphy at defensive line anymore. Oh, Nate. So what position are you gonna be? Uh well, we're in desperate need of secondary help, so I'm probably gonna move to the secondary and uh, see if I can't. Touchdowns. All right. Well, like I... every AD is going to do. <laughs> Look, you know what? I think it's probably the the place we need the most help. So I'm I'm gonna take a shot at it, and you know whatever. I'm gonna give up some touchdowns. Uh, more than likely, probably probably the most in the league. You know because my defensive end. You know what? You could go after pressure on the quarterback. And we could we could have a broadcaster secondary at West Virginia. Whoa! Uh, you know that that thought it'd be crossed the, my it'd mind was the, the broadcaster of the year and the number three in votes. See, so I would I because number I'd four would put him on the bench. Number four, I think is just Mike, a trash running back at Ohio State. I think Mike might have a uh, have a problem with that because that limits his pool of broadcasters that he can schedule for that specific game. Nah, I think he trusts me enough. He'd <laughs> still put me on. Cole, maybe not, but yeah. Although Cole is broadcaster of the year, so I uh, hear we weren't going to throw names around. I, I yeah. So he got all of Texas because of Juby. So I voted for Jeff. I voted I'm not for gonna. Jeff. I'm not gonna lie here. I was kind of pissed that I was in fourth. I was like, wow. But then. Mike said it. I mean, Mike said it on the broadcast. Like, I was gone for, like, a couple weeks. So, yeah, that probably yeah. did it as well. I mean, 
I thought I w- we were going to do the repeat. DT got fan of the year, then got his own program. <laughs> I thought for sure the repeat was about to happen. I voted for you, I think. I, man. I can't even LSU's remember who lo- won fan LSU- of the year. Uh, Roggy. Oh, Roggy. No, yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, LSU's locker room is just way too active. They have too many people that are active in that. It's a good thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he won by, what, 10 votes? Is Logan Mitchell going to make an appearance as a receiver for Tennessee? Logan Mitchell will be receiving for Tennessee. We do need wide receivers, so I am bringing the fastest midget in the CFSL yeah, to I, Knoxville. And you actually thought you were going to win returner of the year. Get out of here. Come on now. <laughs> I had double the yards aware. Come on. Yeah, but that yards per average, man. God. He's, yeah. He's consistently setting if wait was he the only one that did not have a kick return touchdown i thought he did i don't think where did i don't know what about jt who's your player what or uh player? wide receiver that... joseph gates wide receiver okay. yeah okay. I, joseph gates yeah. are yeah. is he gonna be receiving in miami he is All yep right. i'll be on the field wide receiver yep so three returning a good time players on this podcast and Nate making a new one. Yep. Jeff, actually you'll you'll appreciate this. I I was thinking about going with ghee butter butter snaps. What do you think? Going with what? Ghee butter snaps. For your Come on now. Name? I thought yeah, I thought you were a psych fan. I thought you'd be all yeah. over that. Yeah. I'm a psych fan. Yeah. I haven't thought about that show in so long. I just watched I loved the, it. I just finished the This is Gus movie i have not seen that one yet i haven't either i've only seen like snidbits of psych usually when i was uh coming back home from uh being out late in high school and i did probably a little hungry up it was netflix that i got into it oh really yeah i it would just my dad be watching it when i came home probably a little bit hungrier than i should have been from being out all night and i'd sit there with my tub of birthday cake ice cream and devour it while it was playing in the background i will say i can it is probably it it takes a couple episodes but you know once you get into the couple episodes it 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 just it's just a crazy wild experience that yeah it just doesn't give me that two main character come back it tries to do what scrubs did but it just isn't quite the same see i i haven't been able to get through scrubs completely i can't get through it completely but like the first like four seasons i think are just gold psych gets better the more you watch it yeah yep they get a lot more into and i mean they they actually got some of the people that they were calling out on episodes as well. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think it's better comedy as it goes on too. Yeah. It's just a better storyline, better comedy, better everything. But I will say they nailed it with Ying, Ying and Yang because those episodes still give me like the creeps. Oh, yeah. Uh, see, I'm like a super, super dry humor. There's some dry like, humor in there too. I watch I watch Letter Kenny and I am rolling around laughing when I watch <laughs> that. 
Which that what's, is a I, show I need I to try. I don't think I've watched or I've heard of that. You've never seen Letterkenny? No. Oh, dude, you've got it. It's on Hulu, and it is gold. If you like dry humor, they just put it on Hulu, right? Uh, it's it's been on there for like three years. Well, now. isn't like mm. Always Sunny kind of dry humor as well? Yeah. It's just a different kind. Like it's the, you you probably like Always Sunny a little bit more than you like Letterkenny because Letterkenny is just like straight up. It is exactly like me and my friends when we're all hanging out. It's just everybody shit talking each other, super dry humor. Sounds like something I could get behind. Yeah. Yeah. It, they're always drinking. I mean, they're always fighting. And it's just talking shit. But it was um it was a Canadian t uh like YouTube TV show. And Hulu like, picked it up. Do they have like their accents? Like, we're all gonna go for a beer, right? And, like, yeah, did hey, it after everything? Yeah, <laughs> get poppers and drink it. Eh? it. So that yeah, they bring in like the French Canadians too. And there's like a whole rivalry between the guys. The they're from Alberta, I think, <laughs> and the Quebecians. However, you, I don't know how do you say that Quebecian, Quebecian. No idea. Yeah, good enough for me. Yeah, I'm not keen on Canadian geography. I don't know which one's on which side. I just know they're up north. They're they're just called the Becks. I'm pretty sure. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say Leafs, but you know. <laughs> so we gotta go back to Crosby being a guy. Oh, I have no idea. I did not hockey. say that. I said he is a great player. I don't put him I cannot put him in the top five, but he is a great player. Is he better than Patrick Kane? Yes. yes. Get, the, get I, out of here. Come on. And I don't even <laughs> like the penguins. Chicago, there comes the Chicago accent out Come of jail. Come on, man. <laughs> but he's not better than Pasta. So we'll just throw that out there. That's wait, fair. Wait, 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 wait. There's whoa, a hockey whoa, whoa, player pa- whose last Pasta? name is Pasta. No, it's Pasternak. <laughs> but Pasternak, call- but it's oh, Pasta. Okay. Yeah. I was about yeah. to say what? There's no hockey Dude. in Oklahoma. No, my extent of hockey you, you, you can't, is mighty You can't nuts. say Pasta's better than Kane. Come on, get. Whoa, hold get on. Get out of here. Man, Puss is one of the best forwards in the league. You gotta be he is a goal scoring freak. So is actually on the power play. Oh, and I have seen a video of this one. He's a younger guy from like Russia that plays in the NHL. That he's like supposed to be, be anybody. He's supposed to be like the best skater in the NHL. Apparently, it's like what's half the league. Yeah, what's his name? I don't know. It had like 30 watch it be Ovechkin from like 2010. That sounds like <laughs> that sounds like it. That so it's so it's an old video. Okay, that yeah. Sounds like every so, Russian name. So he's yeah. So he's watching an old video. He was wearing blue. Video. He was wearing What's, a blue jersey. Russia, you know the Russia flag has blue in it. He was on an NHL team. Blue. So Hang like on, Columbus. St. Louis. I mean Tarasenko. Ova O V E hockey. Good person. 
Oh, it's gonna come up with Ovechkin. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, come on. Good, good person. <laughs> good. <laughs> Ice hockey, good person. Okay, here we go. <laughs> and, this, and this is, and this is why the NHL is not gonna go to Oklahoma. Yeah, Alexander. <laughs> Alexander, where did it go? Ovechkin. Ovechkin. Yeah, that's probably. not what you want. <laughs> and they've been red. Was he really like? What about Alexander like, Seaman? There actually not, is a player. There's no way. No way. No, it is. <laughs> he played with Alexander Ovechkin. I just feel like he had more nouns, or not nouns, um, consonants in his name when I have saw seen, the video. Have you seen my last name and all the consonants that are in that? Yeah, I don't understand how that works. <laughs> <laughs> it works. It's like all these Russian dudes. There's so many consonants. I'm like, do you guys How? not know the language? <laughs> like, they don't, this they don't even use all of them. Vladislav Namestnikov. Like, what? Namestikov. <laughs> no, that is Namestnikov. <laughs> it is Namestikov. Or Nikita Kucherov. Yeah. <laughs> Which my brother is somehow a Tampa Bay fan. So it's annoying. I've got a duck shirt. I mean, that's about as far as I get. We used to have a semi-pro hockey team, and we'd go like once a year when I was in middle school to watch a game, and I was just lost. Professional professional hockey is so much better. Yeah, even though the Chicago like Wolves a... are sometimes better than the Blackhawks. <laughs> I do know uh, when I was coming back from the Dominican in like 2016, I came back through O'Hare and I was sitting at one of the bars by my terminal. And There's I sat next to this terminals at O'Hare. It, it was a, a pub style, like an English pub. It had fish and chips. Just okay. like an English sports pub. Yeah, I think I know where that's at. Yeah, it's kind of smaller. But I was just sitting there talking to the bartender, having a beer and a couple shots of Jama before I got my plane to go home. And uh, this dude sat next to me, and like people are just walking around staring at him. And it was Patrick and Kane or something. I don't, I don't know his, I don't remember his name. But we had a couple shots together, and he left, and he was like, "Oh yeah, he plays for is it the Blackhawks at Chicago?" Yeah, yeah, he plays for the Blackhawks. Hmm. How did you not get his name? I don't remember it. Oh, because of the JMO. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, because I, he plays for the Blackhawks, and it was irrelevant. Do yeah, you remember the, the guy's up. face? <laughs> yeah, it was white with a beard. Wait, so Murph, are you a Red Wings fan? Oh no, God no! You're in Michigan. Oh yeah, but I wasn't. I'm. I so, am an implant. I'm not from. I'm not a Michigander. Okay. I'm an implant, so right. no. Actually, yeah, I'm a Bruins. Who, who does West Virginia root for for hockey? Uh, so generally, West Virginia would be Hurricanes? Pittsburgh fans. Oh. Now, they'd be a lot of. They would actually be Pittsburgh fans in just about every sport because we don't have any professional sports. But my dad was born and raised in New England, so I was born into a Boston family. So I'm okay. Patriots, Red Sox, Bruins. You know, everybody up there. Like those are my teams. Yeah, my my dad was a big Bruins fan growing up. I mean, Morgantown is about an hour from Pittsburgh, so yeah, yeah, and I that's we, we we hate each other. Like we hate everything <laughs> that comes out of Pittsburgh. <laughs> I, that drives me up the wall is how close all the y'all are to like other stuff, like that, like West Virginia. 
You would think that'd be far away from Pennsylvania. No, it's an hour from Pittsburgh or whatever. Like that just blows my mind. <laughs> we border. I, I think. Like, I think West Virginia is like the Mason Dixon line is away. the border between West Virginia and Pennsylvania. Th- that just it, like you just don't think like out here like Oklahoma City to Dallas that's three and a half hours. Oklahoma City to Wichita is an hour forty five if you're going ninety five miles an hour. Don't ask me how I know that. Yeah, because you answer that stupid math question in whatever grade where it's like if you're driving 90 miles per hour going yeah if you're going 90 miles per hour how long is it going to take you to get from here to dallas well i went to college southeast of wichita so having to drive back and forth on weekends because there is absolutely nothing to do in kansas (laughs) i made that drive every weekend and i had to be back at six o'clock on sundays for weightlifting so we so we know what jt we know what murph uh what what teams do you root for uh logan I I I I'm barely in league chat, so I think everybody knows by now I'm an Oklahoma State fan for Well I know yeah, I know that college. Because, yeah. Fun fact, Michigan's my number two. Well uh, why? Yeah. Yeah, uh, how how do you uh, go from Oklahoma State to Michigan? My uncle At least uh, go to like Oklahoma Wesleyan or something. Oh no, that was my that was my rival in college. No. Whatever. I like. Okay, so I I somehow managed. He throws to say, out. He throws out yeah. the one other school in Oklahoma that he absolutely hates. Yeah, you. I somehow the threw out the only school that I I didn't even know existed. I didn't know there was an Oklahoma yeah. Wesleyan. Yeah, Odub. Okay, you, cool. I went to college in Kansas. You picked the only school <laughs> in Oklahoma that was in my conference. That was our <laughs> actual rival. Jesus. But no, so Oklahoma State, Michigan for college, uh, just because my uncle, he moved to Howell, Michigan. So we were always, up, we were up there every now and then. Uh, yeah, it's middle of nowhere. <laughs> so then baseball's the Baltimore Orioles. My dad lived in, grew up in Baltimore. Yeah, I was going to say, my, how does that work? Yeah, my dad grew up in Baltimore while my uncle or my grandfather was working for the feds. He had an office in D.C. So he, he got me as an Orioles fan. So you could be a Washington Capitals fan. Bandwagon. I mean, I'd probably have to go. I think, is it the Stars? Yeah, because you already, Dallas? what? Is it the Stars that are in Dallas? Yeah. Yeah, it'd probably have to be that then. Why? You could just say, my dad, my grandpa worked at D.C., so I'm a capitals fan yeah i mean you already I guess. know I one know. player you know ovechkin <laughs> oh he played for the cat oh there we go <laughs> <laughs> I've, we, we you have literally know the only big player that plays for washington congratulations well, we, we you just, just googled him how did you not know who he played for i didn't i didn't look his chest says capitals on it <laughs> I was just looking at the last name. <laughs> we figured out my NHL team, even though I never watch NHL. Yeah, because you um, can't name you can't name somebody on Dallas right now. No, no, I know they're they're green. Segan, right? Jamie Ben. <laughs> I had to think about what color they were. Um, let's see here. Green. Um, soccer. I mean, I'm a big soccer guy. I think everybody knows. Played in college. Played. Yeah. Pro. Played National League. Uh, Bayern out of Munich in really? Germany. That's my team. Yeah. Uh, I go for Netherlands in the World Cup. 
Are you? Are you? Yeah. Okay, so that makes sense. No, I'm not. I'm I'm, I'm German, Scottish, and I'm native. So then, why so. do you go to Netherlands? So the two guys I styled How? my play off of Germany won played, the World Cup a couple of years ago, and you don't root for yeah. them. No, be well. So the two guys I styled my play on growing up both played for Bayern Munich in Germany mm. as their club team, but they were Netherland national. You're so weird. you're weird. I was a Netherland fan watching them. That was my that was my team. And then, uh, I mean, I'm a big rodeo guy. JT Martini, that's my dude. I have no idea what the hell you're talking about. Bull riding. Cool. Yeah. You don't know what a rodeo. You don't know what a rodeo is. No. <laughs> it comes. It comes to. I mean, it comes to where the wolves play at the Rosemont Horizon every now and then. I was, I was about to say, just like the guy that they caught on video at Madison Square Garden when they had the national finals up there, that was wearing his straw hat backwards. <laughs> you can wear a straw hat backwards. <laughs> Yeah, you can wear any cowboy hat backwards. Okay. There's a, there's a, when you go get a cowboy hat. Okay, so most of them are preformed now. We don't buy those. Those are those are for college kids. You go buy one. It's not shaped, and they put it on steam, and they shape it for you. So when the brim gets shaped, there is a fold at the very front, and that's the forward facing edge. I'll I'll show you. Uh, hang yeah, on. like where curves like down i guess they can it depends on the style there's i mean there's 20 different styles how you shape the brim and the i yeah i'm never top. travel anywhere where i need to wear a cowboy hat you, you, <laughs> yeah you're never gonna we so may have to, i we a, may have to let you wear mine i'm a city dude so fun fact i was in a plant in arizona a couple years ago and the hard hats some of the guys were wearing were cowboy hat shaped hard hats Oh god, I would puke seeing that. <laughs> that is the most just like how we puked with you saying OVE was... greatest good hockey player. <laughs> Giggling OVE good hockey player. They're still Ru- Russian country, they're Russian good hockey player. <laughs> and you'll get like somebody that Putin killed like a couple years ago because he did something stupid. God. Okay. There we go. <laughs> well, there it was. <laughs> We've officially you know, you know jumped he, the rails. Yeah. Well, I mean, Logan's on here, so it jumped no matter what. I mean, I'm pretty sure I did see a picture of a couple trains in Ukraine that were Russian trains going through that jumped yeah. off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so seeing those pictures and I'm just dying laughing. They're all like grouped up. I'm like, <laughs> AC-130 go burk. Uh, Merv, do you watch soccer? Um, I can't say that I do. My my kids actually just got done playing soccer, some indoor soccer, but I don't. But you're not watch like, you're not lot, watching like Premier of... League Sundays or anything. No, I I will watch some of the World Cup uh, because I'm one of those Americans. But mm. um, that's about it. Oh God, I had. Do you, do you watch the Women's World Cup? Because I actually will watch. Uh, that. I do because I'm I one of those Americans. Than... We're good in the women's yeah. side of things. Okay. Uh, JT. I have never gotten into soccer. I played in high school and middle school, but it was not my thing. <laughs> I got sick of running. So I, That's I, how a lot of people are. I actually follow, well, not really anymore. I don't really follow a team, but like I'll, I'll, I'll watch like Man U because that was like the big one growing up where yeah. that was the one that was always shown 
for whatever in the United States, or at least out here in Chicago. But then actually after starting picking up with soccer, I was like, hmm, PSG is really cool, except they lost to Nice today, one to nothing. So I don't know what the hell is going on with them. Whenever that big oil tycoon bought them out, they just, I don't know what happened to them. They're just, they're not consistent. They don't no. play as cohesion. Yeah. It's ridiculous. You can um, have a, pun- a bunch of stars and it's not going to work out if they don't complement each other. But see, I actually, unlike unlike Logan, uh, where he doesn't even follow his nationality in the World Cup, the, <laughs> the, the Irish suck at, at football um, or soccer. Yeah. Uc- yeah Ukraine do. might not even be a country uh, next World Cup. Belarus might be a different country by the end of the... So, I, I mean... Belarus is not really known for soccer anyway, or the Ukraine. So, Ukraine's I, had a couple good defenders. Isn't Vidic from Ukraine, or is he Croatian? No, there's a there's a couple because there's Serbian. they're all over the place. Because um, I've been seeing the videos and the tributes and all that. But I I follow US, but US stinks anyway, and I'm not gonna bandwagon like Logan onto a different country. I mean, the US has some great players like. They... I mean, he is amazing. He is a stud. Who? Pulisic? It... Yeah. Well, I mean, I actually have his jersey. That's the only... I had I had an Antonio Valen... uh, Valencia jersey from Man U not too yeah. long ago. Um, That was the only soccer was... jersey I had. Valencia was very much wasted at Man U. He needed to go to, like, an Ajax or something to get a couple I was actually thinking years. about getting uh, Martial, but I was like, eh... He hasn't really done much anyway. So I've got a Kaka, Schweinsteiger, and then a... Uh, Schweinsteiger e- actually came to Chicago and played for the Fire. Yep. And then I've got a Ibra from his Milan days. Yeah, right now all I have is Pulisic for USA. Uh, I mean, I've got more in my back. I've got... Well, it's not Irish, it's but I've got a Celtic... Jersey from one of their Welsh players. I don't remember who it was. And then I've got Pogba from when he was at Ooh. Juventus. Okay. Uh, I've got Ronaldo from when and a Rooney from their time at Man U when they were oh, yeah, together. I had, a, I had a Ronaldo from um, what was the where he came from? Not Juventus. Uh, the Real. Team. Yeah, I got. I had a Real jersey. For yeah, I was never. I never. I never liked Real Madrid. They are just. I don't like any of the Spanish clubs. They're very uh, weird. There's a lot of tax evasion that goes on there, too. Yeah, you know, Barcelona. Yeah, almost every big star in Spain. Just. Spain ruins everybody. Hey, guys, before we go too much farther, I just wanted to say I appreciate you guys inviting me out here. It was a lot of fun, but it is time for me to go to bed. You guys have a good rest of your night. All right, that's JT. Well, you guys go Canes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. yeah. I don't know what are you expected on that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. I mean, I follow. It. I'm not. Never was a big Liga fan. Just didn't like the style of play there. Watch EPL. Not my favorite. 
Uh, my coach, one of my coaches growing up, actually played for Nottingham Forest in the uh, Champions. So, I had my fair share. Uh, played with a couple guys that ended up playing in the MLS when I was very much very young, and playing against a couple guys that played overseas and stuff. But been sticking tried and true to my clubs for a while. And I'm actually. I'm actually really intrigued by Pepe and seeing how he can grow. Mm. I mean, cause he, I mean, I know he's, um, was a forward, so it's going to probably be hard. It's, it's not a league anymore. They, in the late two thousands, they did all that scouting around the Baltic States and Italy for no, big time, big Pe defenders. Uh, Pepe's on USA all... right now. Yeah, I mean, when he plays in the World Cup, it's going to be hard seeing yeah, how Yeah, but he's he... like 18 years old, though. Yeah, but how is he going to adapt whenever he's playing over there to those guys that are just heads and tails bigger than the defenders you see yeah. over here in the MLS? Because, I mean, after Vidic did all that, they... All the major clubs set up scouting networks all down there in Southern Europe and all the way up to Estonia and all that, looking for those big defenders, especially when Cellini was getting up there closer to 40, which he's probably like 41 now. And all those Juventus guys were, and uh, AC Milan guys were retiring. It's just playing over there and playing against, especially like Italy, Germany, uh, like Serbia and Croatia and all that, they're just absolutely massive compared to the guys that you play against over here. I mean, we played against a kid. He was 14 from Germany as a center mid, and he was like six foot two. He was just heads and tails bigger than anybody else at that camp. We probably put Murph to sleep. Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I not asleep, but you you definitely left me somewhere <laughs> back in the Netherlands. <laughs> Love it. This is why we need a CFSL soccer. We can get Murph in there. We can slowly acclimate him, get him going. So, you know, I, I might be one of those typical Americans that only watch the World Cup, but at least I, I Are do you watching like the World the Cup game. Like qualifiers, though? I mean, it's not like I'm glued to the TV. If oh, one yeah, pops see, on, I'll like. No, I actually I, I do have ESPN and... Plus, so maybe I'll get crazy like you two and start watching a bunch of soccer. Um, but... The qualifiers have been on Paramount or CBS. Oh, and... Yeah. And ESPN. That's that's the thing, which I'm surprised NBC hasn't. But I, I um, TNT or Turner Sports just bought like the rights, I guess, um, for but US broadcast. Yeah, yeah. So that'd be another one. Um, so that'd be good. At least we know they'll be on like TNT or something, which that'd be interesting because Turner Sports doesn't really have soccer. Yeah, which and it's also crazy. I mean, I think this is kind of all the way around that I've noticed with all my friends. Guys like 
Jeff that never really played it, never really got into it, they'll actually watch more than like I do. Oh, I because I, I like soccer. I mean, it's it's it was definitely hard to get into at first, but once I knew, like, yeah, you're not gonna get like football, like NFL, like where it's like forty two to thirty five. Like, yeah. there's there's ta- tactical things that they're doing to try to break down the opposition because there's 11 on 11, which is just yeah. how the NFL is. So it's it's attacking the weak spots, which is normally the back five or back seven, whatever. And the offsides are kind of kind of weird, but... Um, second, second to last defender. So the goalie counts. So it's always the defender in front of the goalie unless the goalie goes forward. Yeah, they have to be like right in lockstep with that defender and can't be... Yep a step above or else as soon as the ball is kicked. Yeah. As soon as the foot leaves contact with the ball. Yeah. I was actually a level, but I am still surprised that VAR is not a thing that ruined the sport all the way around that completely ruined the sport. How so? I mean, I don't, you're never, I don't really think that replays have ruined football. So I mean, it's not- outside of the Los Angeles, like Saint, uh, New Orleans Saints, a couple years ago. Yeah. So with whenever they added the VAR, it opened that door for the replays. So we're not going to get a hand of God ever again. We're not going to get Lewandowski's diving header ever again, because everything is going to be judged, and the referees have to be so cautious about everything that they call now. Because the VAR is going to come back, and they've like implemented the a bunch the of stuff. Type of thing. Yeah, it just it, it changed the nature of the game so much that a lot of guys that, I mean, you looking on the outside from it, you don't see it because you've never been in that situation. But a lot of, a lot of the guys that been in the field played in high pressure situations. Some of the things that we remember the most growing up about watching and the most iconic moments of soccer, we'll never see anything like that again because they were wrong. They weren't the right call, but they made it so iconic. Like, you'll never see a hand of God ever again. That's never going to happen ever again now because of VAR. Well, it depends. I mean, still a lot of things don't have VAR right now. Yeah, but they, I know a bunch of them have been talking about making that every goal is reviewed. Every single goal is reviewed. And, like, oh, what was that? It was one of the uh, UEFA finals. It was like a 35-yard ping, I believe it was. It was either Bayern or it was Barcelona against, like, AC Milan or Inter Milan. It was a big, big Central Europe versus an Italy club team. And it was like a 35-yard dinger from out. Top crossbar, ping, ping, called a goal. It was never a goal. They reviewed, they looked at it afterwards in the film and never did it. But it changed the tide of the whole match and just made it one of the best finals that we had seen in years at that point. Because we were playing in the stalemate age. I mean, this was like 05, 06. And it just, you're not going to get that excitement ever again. You're going to get more of the drawn out uh, Barcelona style 
circa 07, 08, where there's 50 passes before an attacking third play is made. And it's good for the tactical side, and if you've played and you're watching and you're just admiring the beauty of it, but to bring people into the sport, you've got to have those moments of just utter chaos to bring, especially Americans, into the game. Like Formula One. <laughs> yeah. Or even NASCAR now. NASCAR is so boring. It's, it's I, like, I, I actually like Formula One better than NASCAR. Um, it's me. I, it's been hard for me to get back into Formula One. Uh, I started watching right when... Um. Uh, Hamilton went to McLaren. Oh wow, that was a long time ago. Yeah, I started watching right then, and then I, I didn't start watching adopting. until Hamilton won like in twenty seventeen or something like that. Oh, when he was at Mercedes. Yeah, that's yeah. when I got. That's when I got into it, and then I I remember Rosberg beating Hamilton, and that was a thing. And oh then yeah, we got, then I'm... we got last season. Yeah, formula. I don't know. And all the car changes. It's just, it, it ain't the same as it used to be. I mean, I don't watch rally anymore because of it either. They've oh, done so many changes to the cars. Oh, I loved rally for the longest time, and it, they just kept changing and changing. And then they let guys like Kim Block come in, and it's like you're just giving him a car because he brings an audience into the game. Like, come on. So real quick, uh, we'll just wrap this up right here and appreciate everybody tuning in. Be sure to like, subscribe uh, to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Uh, for Big Murph, uh, for JT, uh, the AD at Miami, and for Logan, I'm Jeff Mellon. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this one. Have a good night, everybody. We'll see you guys at the next episode.